Welcome to the very first episode of Opening the Door podcast. Join me as we unlock the door to our psychic and mediumship abilities. What better way to start a journey than with an origin story? So starting myself off on this podcast journey, let's talk about the origin of the name, Opening the Door, why did I decide on that, and how did I come to the conclusion to finally embrace and work with my psychic and mediumship abilities? The name opening the door came from the door that I put in my mind to keep my spirit sightings at bay. So I'm going to refer to them as spirits throughout the podcast or throughout this episode at first, but some people call them earthbound spirits. Some people call them ghosts. You uh, fill that with whatever word that you want. So I can't remember exactly when I started using this door in my mind's eye. It might have been early college or late high school. My mediumship and spirit sightings were very active during my college years, and I have absolutely no idea why. Really could not tell you why. Maybe I'll have that question answered later in life, but right now, I don't know. My first spirit sighting What happened when I was pretty young, I think I must have been eight years old or maybe a little bit younger. It's just really just a guess. So what happened was I was walking past my parents' bedroom and I saw someone sitting on the end of their bed. And I realized that that was super weird because I knew nobody was in there at the time. So I backed up and I looked in the door again and nobody was there. So what I saw was a more of a silhouette, but I do remember they had long hair. They were wearing a long sleeved sort of dress and they were sitting up straight, just sitting on the end of the bed. So when I see spirits, it's a lot of the time it's silhouette, but there have been a handful or more of times where I'm able to see their face, see their clothing that they're wearing, all the details. So it really depends. But this first one that I ever saw was sort of almost a mix. It was a silhouette, but obviously I could get a little detail out of that as well. So as I grew up, I continually had sort of strange things like that that continued to happen. So once um, in high school when I was trying to learn how to play the guitar, uh, side note, I failed at that. (laughs) Um, I had the guitar sitting on the floor like laying on the floor in my room in high school. this It was uh, in its case, just laying upwards, you know, strings up on the floor. And um, I was sitting on my bed studying and a single string was plucked and played. Like it made noise, you know, the guitar string vibrates and makes the note. And that was super weird. I remember looking at the guitar and thinking that was so weird. And that was really all I thought of it. But looking back on that experience, that it's sort of significant. Um, so another time in high school in the middle of the night, I was asleep and I was woken up to singing in my room. And I didn't recognize the language. That's something that I really remember about this experience is when I woke up to the singing, it was a woman's voice. And when I woke up and heard the singing, I thought, wow, I have no idea what those words are saying. No idea about the language. And all I remember thinking is it sounds like a church song, like a a hymn almost. 
and I didn't recognize the language and I sort of started really thinking about this and getting confused and as I realized and sort of woke up a little bit more and realized what was going on, I gasped because I was sort of shocked and I turned over in my bed toward the singing and as soon as I was really fully awake like that, it ended. So those are some two significant experiences I had in high school. There's plenty more experiences. I'm only going to talk about a few today. Save some more for other episodes. Um, Save some of the spookier ones maybe for a Halloween episode. And the last one that I'll share is um, this was in – I think this happened a little bit after I graduated college. But I was house-sitting for my aunt – and the night I was alone in the house and I was asleep in their room and I woke up in the middle of the night to see a spirit. It was a man. He was dressed in some sort of uniform. I can't really tell you what kind of uniform, but I knew it was a uniform. And he was standing there looking out of the window in the bedroom. Um, he was very pensive. I remember he was standing with his arms sort of crossed behind his back and just looking out the window like he was really deep in thought. And that one really surprised me. I could see all the detail. I could see what he looked like. I could see his hair, his facial hair, his expression, his outfit, and all of that. And so I did sort of think for a second that somebody really was standing there in the room like a physical human. So I sort of started frantically searching for my phone then put on the flashlight really quickly, and then it was gone. Once I put the light on, he was gone. And I I just was like, oh, okay. And I went back to sleep and just went to bed <laughs> right after it happened. Um, so the running theme with the three experiences, and there are more that I'll share, like I mentioned, is that in the moment when they happened – I wasn't really afraid. Like when the singing was happening, I just woke up and thought, oh, I don't recognize that language. I'm in none of these experiences that I immediately think I am in danger or I'm afraid. I was just accepting. But afterwards, in the light of day, when I started thinking back on the experience, that's when I would become afraid. So that's where this notion of creating the door in my mind came from. So I basically decided that I didn't want these things to happen to me anymore. I didn't want this these experiences. So I created this door in my mind's eye. It was huge and it was made of very heavy steel. I don't even think it really had a doorknob now that I'm really thinking about it. So in my mind's eye, I would watch myself close this door up tight or I would just watch the door swing shut nice and heavy boom because it's made of heavy metal right so slam shut sometimes I would put chains on it sometimes I would like solder the whole thing shut and when I ever I did this I sent set the intention that the door represented my connection to we'll call it the other side for now Um, It represented the connection to the other side or it represented the connection to the spirit connection that I had that I decided that I didn't want. So closing it up for me meant that I was being protected from anything coming through 
that it stopped things from coming through to me. That was the intention behind it. Except I always sort of felt like it wasn't fully closed. Whenever I did the door closing, because I would do it every now and then to keep everything from coming through, especially if something did sneak through, I would reinforce that the door was closed for myself. But every time I did it, I just felt like I couldn't quite get it all the way shut. Almost that every something slipped through every time. You know, I would shut the door and, you know, I put my chains on it, but maybe there's a link broken. Like something in my mind really wasn't letting me fully close the door. But otherwise, it did work pretty well. Um, and it was something that may, gave me peace of mind. It made me feel like I have control. I, I, I'm in control when it, it didn't really truly do that because I always had experiences, even though I created this door in my mind. And also, if there was a time where I really closed the door, I felt that I was successful. And then I had like a few months of a lull with no experience or mediumship spirit sighting happen, I would get a little bit afraid that I was losing this connection. So I would open the door a little bit. Like I just go into my mind's eye and look at my door and just let it creak open a little bit. So it was, it's obvious looking back now that I wanted to, I wanted to connect, but I was just too afraid to do that at the time. So we're still back in time. So after I created this door, time continued as it tends to do. And I continued to have psychic and mediumship experiences, even though I created and closed the door to all of that. So I thought. And as time passed, um, I've done a lot of things to the door. As I mentioned, I would sometimes leave it unlocked. I'd leave it a little bit more open. But one of the biggest things that I did was I started treating it a lot better. So originally it was just this door. It's very, It was a cold steel door. There's really nothing beautiful or love and light about that. So um, as time went on, I started planting flowers around it. So I would go into my mind's eye and imagine beautiful pink roses blooming all around the door. I imagined it like flowers just surrounding it super thick like you couldn't even see a wall anymore it was just pinks and purples and all the bright beautiful colors of flowers surrounding this door and I did that to signify positivity to signify light to signify you know positive spirits rather than anything negative I think the reason I did that was it was sort of an extra barrier of protection and positivity for the door. So after I, I've had this door image for a long time now, and I've used it a lot to, to create that protection. And it's really just a barrier. And as you can hear, as I'm talking about this, things always slipped through. So it was this barrier I built. And it really, I felt that it gave me control, but it really didn't give me a lot of control because if anything slipped through, all I had was the barrier and the barrier didn't work sometimes, right? So I had no other tools to help myself when these things were happening. So 
it was that's just a thought i mean like just the barrier is is just that was all i was doing and now that i've studied this more i've read books i've taken classes i've listened to a lot of podcasts and after learning about this like psychic energy and this psychic medium world i totally see that somehow i was using my third eye which we all use in our imagination and symbols like the flowers the light surrounding the door and all of that. I was using that to keep myself protected, even though I didn't have any knowledge of those symbols when I was doing that work to keep myself protected. I never even Googled this stuff. And that's a testament to how afraid I was that of what was going on with me. I, I'll, um, and I'll thank my spirit guides for that. I think they kept me really well protected and gave me a lot of they gave, I really think they just gave me the door idea and the flower planting idea to give me something because I was so resistant to working with these abilities um especially the mediumship stuff I was pretty resistant to it I didn't want to and I I think that my guides just kind of saw that and then they thought okay well we'll just drop some protection stuff in her head and when she's ready she'll be ready. And uh, finally, I became ready, which is very exciting. Um, so I'll thank my spirit guides for that. I really think that they were helping me do that stuff until I was ready to fully step into this work. So when I became ready, it was not a like dive in headfirst readiness. I just decided randomly, and I'll probably attribute this to my guides as well. Randomly, one day I just thought, I have to start learning what is going on with this because if I don't I just had this feeling that if I never learned and I never decided to hone these abilities that I would just regret it and that I would just continue to have these out of control experiences that made me unhappy in a way because I wasn't in control and it felt like intrusive almost so I just had this feeling one day I was just thinking, I have to learn about this. I have to get this under control. Maybe it was after something had happened. I just can't remember. And so I thought instead of Googling anything, I think I actually Googled like top 10 best podcasts for learning about psychic stuff or something like that. So I started learning through podcasts first and I listened a lot to uh, Psychic Teachers with Samantha Fay and Deb Bowen. It is such a great podcast. If you're listening now and you haven't listened to it, they have so many great episodes. I mean, I just started listening to an episode or two a day because they have, they've been doing this for a long time. So they've got plenty of episodes to listen to. So I started doing a lot of my learning through podcast listening. And it was such a great way to learn without reading. Like I could just do it before I was and when I was getting ready for work or when I was, you know, cleaning the kitchen or just doing anything like that, I could just listen and learn, which is something that's I think is so great about podcasts. So that was the first thing that I started to do just to dip my toe in, get interested in the subject or learn more about the subject without feeling super committed to it. And then when I felt really ready and I started like I felt like I knew basic stuff. That's when I started doing classes and really deepening my learning and practicing meditation and different meditations to meet your guides and different meditations to connect and 
all of that stuff because it listening to those podcasts and stuff made me less fearful, it made me less afraid of what was going on. And so we'll get back to the door a little bit. It's obvious as you're listening that I created the door and this barrier between myself and these abilities out of fear. I was afraid of what it meant when I connected with spirits in that way. I was afraid of connecting to anything negative um, because I'm afraid of negative things. <laughs> I don't, you know, everybody's afraid of a negative ghost or spirit. Um, and I had what I what what I felt like was no control over when these things happened, which is true. I did not have any control. And so after taking classes and finally deciding to learn about my abilities instead of lock them away and shove them away and be afraid, I'm no longer ruled by fear when these things happen or doing this work. And that is definitely the most exciting part about this journey so far. Um, there's a lot of exciting things about it, but in my personal daily life, that is a really exciting part. So I'm no longer ruled by fear. And that's why I wanted to start this podcast because I feel like there must be other people out there who don't want to be afraid of their natural abilities anymore. And I think they're, the more psychic we all are, the better the world will be. Um, so that's sort of the origin I hope it makes sense. <laughs> um, and I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Um, I'm ready to learn so much more and get deeper into my practice and my learning. And I am inviting you to learn along with me. So I'm not here presenting as an expert on every psychic medium, tarot, Reiki, any other subject within the world of this you know, great energy and, and work like that at all. I think that I have so much to learn. We're all continuing learning and no matter what age we are. Um, so I'm so excited to learn with you and do this podcast and have amazing guests on. Uh, I actually already did my first guest interview and that will be um, the week after this. So the second week in August, we'll have our first interview episode. And I am so, so excited for you to hear that episode. It's going to be fantastic. Great conversation. And I'm really excited for you to hear that. So a little bit about like how the podcast is going to work. Uh, I would, I love, I would love to just interview as many people as possible and do as much learning as I can. So you'll be ready to hear a lot of interviews. I'll do some solo episodes as well, but um, I'm really here to interview people and learn from you know, people who are further along in this journey and are doing really cool, unique things. So that's what I hope to do with this podcast. Um, I'm anticipating that episodes will drop once a week on Wednesdays. So if you have any topics that you want me to cover, please feel free to email me at openingthedoorpodcast at gmail.com. And also follow me on Instagram at openingthedoorpodcast just for extra content. Stay up to date on all the podcast happenings. And that is it. We're going to have a short little episode here, I guess. Um, thank you so much for listening. And remember, don't be afraid to open your door. <laughs>